0: What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Good. My sweat equity. My sweat equity.
1: What's up? Did you see
2: it?
3: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can ask questions about it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's okay. We can talk in the intro. What about my um, sweat equity? We didn't see the documentary. We are mermaids. We're sitting here with director David Morea. 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 Moray?
2: Yeah. I can't. Like read. the eel
1: and no, 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 uh no, producer no, no. Rene Ogurcha you <laughs> it, <yeah>. Ogercha, uh, <laughs> i fucked it up I, why did i even try i should have just said david and rene a couple yeah, of spanish yeah. classes will get you there it'll be in this <laughs> it, <laughs> it'll be shit. in
2: the show notes i can't read name.
1: english out loud <laughs> i this is why i do stand up i can't like uh, the big thing i have a problem with is reading something out loud in front of people i don't know why uh always been that way so but i can go up and do an hour stand up not great you should see on an
2: audition <laughs> mm, it's really weird.
1: well the audition's even worse because it's just it was the last thing we did was uh with friend of the program and he runs a podcast out of here called nerd wars is andy Signor, and uh we met him he was trying to get a hold of some tampa guys that are in the comedy universe and asked us to audition for this thing for one of their clients and it was worse because it's eric and myself and him we just met this guy really cool we all got along and then he's like you guys want to audition still it's like Eric wants to (laughs) yeah
2: and then well then he was like uh do you want to leave the room or should we go I was like nope we're staying bro
1: I even got to see him do his and I still couldn't (laughs) (laughs) because I'm already thinking I'm already in that zone thinking about how I'm gonna fuck up and then you fuck up worse right so there's some weird I got some block with that
0: uh so maybe you could do it in Spanish next time
1: Shit, man. See what no. I'm a gr- I'm gonna be a gringo. I just I <laughs> thought of, I have a romantic version of myself. I move to Costa Rica and I learn a bunch of languages and I could
2: <laughs> In the future, right? You don't tell this to women at bars.
1: <laughs> well. Yeah, I do, Oh, but I, they, the, they yep. don't know they're not part of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you won't be there, but I'll be enjoying
1: myself. And by bars, you mean uh, to myself out loud. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't go out. Yeah. I just work and uh, hang out with the kids. Uh, sh- be. Thanks uh, behind the glass to John Paul uh, from Tampaniac and Joseph, our associate producer, that uh, wrangled these guys out at the Gasparilla International Film Festival in Tampa, uh, right in our neighborhood. In be
2: honest. was he Was he annoying?
1: Was he, he's, he's, he's did he? a true get
2: mermaid. Oh. Uh, I was. I was too drunk to notice anything.
0: Okay,
3: so.
1: <laughs> good. So you're doing
2: good,
3: you Joseph, for Go the here? drunk guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got me too my way into. Hey this. Hey man,
1: <laughs> look, that's that's grit, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like where your head's at. Just plucking them. Um, so tell us about We Are Mermaids. What's it about? Uh, and you know, and then I want to get into kind of like the whole business side of it. I guess the yeah. the sweat equity you put into it.
3: Well, it's, uh, about, it's about the people of Wikiwachi Springs. It's not just about the park, uh, which, have you been? Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, we grew up here. We're, yeah. We're the
1: rare people that grew up I here. I actually did as well. <laughs> oh, oh nice. No. Um,
3: so I left in 2006 to go to film school, and I live in New York now, and I always just kind of wanted to go back and do a film about it, because nobody has. And so it's about the park, and it's about the people of the park, and you know, it talks about the history and, you know, how it was a big, successful roadside attraction until Disney came and kind of ruined that for everyone. And it's the last remaining roadside attraction. And the, this kind of effect that it has on the performers who get to go into the space that seems to um, suspend reality. So uh, any sort of physical limitation and time doesn't exist Mm -hmm. in there. And, once they leave, they have this draw to come back. They're haunted by um, dreams of swimming. Uh, so there's this huge urge for all of them to come back to the water. Oh, it's weird. So you kind of see th- that.
2: huh? I didn't think about that. Yeah. Just, I mean, I, I actually went there when, when we brought our daughter, and we were going to go see the mermaid show, and they're like, today's the 50th anniversary, and they brought back the women who were like the original mermaids. Yeah. Came out and did the mermaid show, in their big bathing suits. And it features them. Sweet as well. one Piece. Okay.
3: So it, it shows that it features them and tells their story about how they, their urge to come back and what they do in order to just get into the water and how they still perform. They're, you know, in their late 50s to one's turning 80 this year. And they still can do underwater flips 30 feet below yeah. the surface for 30 so, minutes. Just
2: for people who don't know, it's a, a show where, you know, women put on tails and they yeah. get in the, and so how are they breathing?
1: It's about an hour north of Tampa, by the way, too. Yeah. So it's it is yeah. like it's it's kind of a destination-ish, but it is a roadside attraction at the same it's more of like you're passing through the west coast of Florida driving up there. So for those not familiar with the kind of we have a lot of people outside of Florida that have never been here. Yeah. So I'm trying, always trying to get well, the location. Well, it's on 19,
2: which is a big. It used to be the main thoroughfare. Yeah, before it was the, the only way
3: from the north to Miami. So it was just kind of like this middle ground where people would stop and
1: think about uh, what is it? Uh, State Road 66. Like how that, like that had some like uh, that was an old school su- uh, sung about kind of highway. U.S. 19 is like that, just not famous. <laughs> just I'm just bizarre. saying, like it's, it's, if you've ever if you've ever been on they that are highway, both roads. They're like obsolete yes. almost at this point. Yeah. yeah, they're they're usable, but it's not like it's not the interstate or freeway or whatever the fuck you call it. Anyways, on, how
3: yeah. do they breathe? They breathe through hoses. Um, it's a um, it's it was created on day one, basically. To, um, it's a compressed air that goes through a long tube. They actually look like upside down marionettes because they're all these cords hanging right. from them, which is the tube um and they adjust the level that of air that comes out of it so it blows out and it's very strong and it's very
0: loud um it has a whole technique and yeah it you, was created by a diver that didn't want the whole get up right oh to, sorry yeah yeah <laughs> it was created by a diver so it had it, he just didn't want all this equipment behind him and he thought it would just be more uh you know beautiful if this woman would he actually
3: was, he was a Navy SEAL or something like that. I should know this because I made the movie. <laughs> um,
1: I would assume something like that. He, someone who's running that, has to be like the guy that's like, oh, I'm running this. I gotta jump in whenever I gotta jump in and take care of things. Yeah. Um, Navy SEALs are pretty big badasses. He's
3: not a, maybe not a Navy SEAL. He's something like that. I'm drawing a blank. Spend some time old, underwater. If it's sure.
1: that old and he's a male that opened it, I'm guessing he was in the military at some point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. A pretty and safe he, bet.
3: It was a term. I want to say a, f- a frog.
1: They call him frogmen. Oh, yeah, before yeah. they
2: even had the Navy SEALs. Yeah. Okay, sure. So he was an underwater was demolition that. guy.
3: But that's yeah.
1: a, that's still a term. Sometimes they refer to Navy SEALs now as frogmen. I think. Okay. I'm pretty Maybe. sure.
3: Let's go ahead and just assume that's what he was <laughs> Poor for, the, for the time being. He's a
1: badass. How about that? He's, <laughs> he's more he's man a badass. than all four of us He combined. was Aquaman. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> just, just watch documentary for nothing but to find out what he was in the, in the 40s. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so he created a system where you can breathe without the use of tanks and all that oppressive material that scuba divers wear and, and they never changed it. They still use it today.
2: Aren't they? Okay. So they're swimming around. They don't have the tubes on them, right? They go down and they get it. They'll breath, drop the tubes. Have, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so, was just trying to visualize it.
3: So they'll, um, They'll take a breath of the hose, they'll toss it away mm-hmm. and they'll do a couple of flips and then they'll go back down and get it. There's somebody in the audio booth next door, um, on the side of the, the side of the theater, who you could talk to the mermaids through their speakers underwater, so they communicate and they'll That's be like, cool. Hey Stacy, the, the hose is to the left.
0: Yeah, I think that was a very important part of the film too. Like filming in there, which is an underwater theater. Um, and just experiencing how they talk to each other through a mic, and you know when you when you are in a pool and you try to listen to music or something outside of the pool it 's kind of wobbly right, but the way that they have set up this uh sound system, they hear it like to the t every word that they 're saying really
1: so, it 's yeah. really loud yeah i've I have a buddy we we just had a stem cell um, uh, director on to talk about that. We we're talking about cord blood. My buddy owns the Cord Blood Company. I, was, I mentioned he he's he's doing well, and he used to tell us about these underwater speakers in his pool, and we we're like, that's the fucking most frivolous bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> why would you ever get that? That doesn't make any sense. Like, so for the thirty seconds we might be underwater in your pool. We're not missing anything of the FSU game, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, And sure enough, it's pretty awesome. Like I totally ate crow on that, and I was like, "This is legit." I kind of want to just sit under here all day with a snorkel mask on. Yeah, well,
3: when he was talking, I was kind of mulling over in my mind why we don't have more speakers and pools, and I was kind of going through the same thought process, like, "Well, it's like for how long do you have to be underwater to <laughs> it enjoy it?"
1: It'll make you figure out how to go underwater. because yeah. you're like <laughs> you the novelty <laughs> of it becomes the thi- the attraction almost. Yeah. You know, that would be
2: cool if you're exercising though. Sure. That's. Yeah, what, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't like this. Sw- I need music if I'm exercising. And if I'm swimming, and I can get some tunes pumped in there, that might change it.
0: Well, I'm. I'm a swimmer, and I've seen like they came up with the pots. Are, they, are they waterproof? Are, yeah. Oh, I, I need see. those. They're like. I
1: I'll sh- come up
2: with a different excuse not to do it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs>
1: My speedo game is not that great. <laughs> <So> <laughs> not I only have banana to hammocks. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <should> try
0: <laughs> with a tail and see yeah. if that works uh, out. yeah, jeez.
1: Um. But so y'all went into this. Just kind of, I'm always interested in documentary process because. Seems to me, I used to be a huge documentary nerd, like independent movie nerd, because I thought that was a personality, and um, it is, and like um, you know, in college and whatever. But like, uh,
2: I think you might have insulted them.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I think they know where I'm going with that. There's yeah, a there's no, no, no. a certain type of guy, Hits thriller. Right, right? Like, <laughs> have you seen this? And have you seen this? Well, I mean, that was film school in general. It was. Oh, just, oh man, there's, I can imagine th- how many people in your class are actually doing it. You know, like a few, a, a lot few out of, them. Yeah, a lot right, of them are doing a pretty few, well. right. But the other side of them, are they in the business? Are they? No,
3: but that's that's pretty you know, normal those are those with, with most you know. There's
1: a there's a sect of those people I'm talking about that I was part of where oh, I was yeah. a little pretentious <laughs> and thought I knew and I'd never even really been on a set, a mm-hmm. co- only a couple of times. So. You know that guy in college? that's like, have you seen those documentaries? It's on yeah. IFC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. IFC! It's the Independent Film Channel. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
3: I think me. that was me too, though. Actually,
1: <laughs> I, think, uh, I think in college a little bit. It's fine. It
3: still kind of is. I I
1: <laughs> used to say documentaries were a way for me to learn a lot of stuff because I, as y'all could see, was I'm a. Bad. <laughs> i can't read so uh so this would be i can listen really well this is why i kind of have a podcast junkie for information that way and i can listen i can retain a lot of stuff that way but as far as sitting down and reading it takes me a long ass time to do it and uh documentaries are almost like a cheat code to go i don't know anything about this subject i'm gonna get into it
0: it's like the harry potter movies you don't have to read the books you just watch <laughs> the full thing and and there's yeah. a great way but, to learn. But no, it yes, now. you should watch. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, should read books. I should. Uh,
1: yeah, I should read <laughs> all seven Bibles, long books. Uh, I even as an, an adult. One of those things. Um, but I'm saying, like, what I do know about the documentary process, and it'd be kind of fun to do one in here. I thought about what we're doing for work, uh, even though it's super boring. But I think we can make it stylized. Well, but, editing is right. The least. <laughs> Eric's a great editor. John Paul's a great editor. They we have the tools here to kind of do something at least. Our work, you can't see what we do, so a lot of people just think it's black magic or we're ripping you off because they don't trust the internet services kind of side of stuff. Agencies burn them, all that stuff. Uh, anyway, that I want to say, that you go into a documentary with thinking you're going to film about one thing, and then you find something else along the way. Usually, right? Yeah. Like you thought, what did you did that happen for y'all? Where you you went into this documentary going. This is kind of the plan, and then you found this through like maybe it's the owner who's badass, maybe it's these other storylines. Yeah, it's it's funny because come to fruition.
0: The the moment that
1: he came up with the idea, it's a great question. You know, guys. He is, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I understood it. <laughs> yeah. so, it's a long I I rant. There's a long way to get there, but that's. Did you read that in your? <laughs> this is I'm I'm just making notes to make sure I get back to some of the stuff, other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: So when he came when he came up with the idea, um, you know he just explained what the movie is about, but when he first originally said like this is what i want to do he had no much not much idea on what specifically and then when he discovered how many different things he could do you know it was hard to pick
3: yeah i know i did have um i had a general idea which was not as inspirational or feel good as what it is now um and it was a little in my mind it came off a little exploity as well Because to be honest, like a lot of the performers are, you know, young single mothers, and you know, uh, and they're not making a ton of money doing at the park. So it's interesting to kind of juxtapose the realities. In my mind, I thought it'd be a good story to juxtapose harsh realities to this fantasy lifestyle that they're living um, in real time. Came to find out that that's not necessarily. The case a lot of them are young mothers but they're all like, really smart and they're all in school they all have um like really supportive family and you know so that wasn't that never so you felt good and, but you were disappointed a little bit <laughs> no, no i'm very happy oh, you're all well adjusted.
1: Um, you're happy they're happy right?
3: i'm happy they're happy and it does and i think it also would have painted the park with a very broad stroke and a very um it would have done a disservice to the, to the park i found out that there was more to it um that that had the effect that I the draw that I I was there because of this draw and I didn't realize it at the time um but then I kept hearing about it and talking about it and then we found out about the legendary sirens which is the group of uh women who performed you know 50 years ago for mm-hmm. 45 years ago uh 30 years ago um and that was like a pleasant surprise and I decided that was a good story to have and then to f- I, you know, parallel that with the current performers learning how to become mermaids and finding where that bond um, births, develops. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, There's that, that's, yeah, there's other stories that you find out. I I wonder, do you all have kind of, you have to make sure you're not, man, there's a lot of documentaries out there that have an angle. Like, it used to be about 20 years ago, you felt like you watched documentaries they try to keep it as even. There's it was Im-
2: documented. Right, there's an implicit right.
1: agreement with the audience back in the day a little bit. Not every documentary, obviously, but there's an implicit agreement that it, they just present the facts and you can kind of make your own choice. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, that's 100% impossible to do because you're going to have some confirmation bias along the way, but do you, did you all, were you all aware of that maybe going into it, that you might have biases that you're, you can't, They're not uh, kind of on the forefront. They're not right there. Uh, It's a subconscious thing, maybe. Um, We try to keep that in check here. I'll give you a minute to think about it, (laughs) if you want.
3: I think I understood the question. Um, And I kind of... That was the biggest challenge of showing it at Gasparilla Uh uh, was that a lot of people have a very intimate relationship, personal relationship with the park. Right. So I... I can't make your memories on that screen so I uh, you know was fearful that I would disappoint people uh, cuz I didn't show it I didn't go into their minds and show what they thought uh, yeah.
2: So. yeah it's going to play completely so that was differently here than it will anywhere else you know yeah. cuz like yeah. he and I both we're, were aware of it you know and we have our own stories us. Well, so I mean are you showing it anywhere else Uh I haven't there's kind of a dead zone in, in festivals right now
3: uh So I haven't. I totally submitted. knew that. I know that <laughs> festivals. <laughs> it's like I it's all yeah, like festival. Yeah, yeah, we do. It's we, yeah, oh <laughs> And I think it, it all starts <laughs> off again in like September.
1: Yeah, we just got, a got over festival season. Yeah, so. me too. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. <laughs> we survived it. Um,
3: but yeah, I'm gonna try to show it at the um Coney Island. I would love to do it there. That's cool because they have a big mermaid fan base. Really? Oh, have you found all the Obviously. pockets in
1: America? mermaid fans well, well like the coney mermaid island parade. mermaid parade is yeah. Yeah. oh i don't i don't know oh, this oh it's really well oh, yeah. check it out
3: it's really it's really bizarre um hedonistic a little bit uh, don't bring the kids to oh, it really? They, oh really but yeah, they bring do the bring the kids to yeah. it you see, well, you see things that you should The not hot dog be eating contest kids. is
2: different <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like we got the mermaid festival then the hot dog eating contest <laughs> <It's> <laughs> let's not put these on the same weekend <laughs> it
3: sounds it does sound very kid friendly the mermaid parade but it's i don't think it is
0: it is it's just it's empowering of women and Also, you know, it's people with a lot of glitter and uh huh, body paint, very little. Oh, glitter! Glitter's
1: the bridge to get us to like stripper zone kind of thing. (laughs) Well, Key West in my head now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
3: they do a a lot of clothes comes off, a lot of booze goes in, and yeah. So, but but they it's a good time. It's a lot of naked, but (laughs) not the
1: naked you (laughs) seek out. It's it's
3: yeah, (laughs) basically. I
0: don't know, but you know, but it is very encouraging. Like, it encourages women to like go there and be okay with their bodies and you know feel free and and you know participate in a community uh act and they everyone i mean i've been to the parade and i've participated like inside they've called me the what is it (laughs) seaman
3: i think they call you the seamen yeah
1: Yeah. i'm not touching that we are
0: we're seamen so we're basically (laughs) like volunteers who help out these mermaids who do like dances and stuff as they're parading so it's quite it's a lot of fun
1: yeah um hey man Look, our gay pride parade comes by this window next Saturday in six days or so. So uh, we're all about it because we'll probably try to have super gay party in here. Uh, A lot of booze and glitter I'm <laughs> just now hearing about this. You didn't this. know about that idea. <laughs> I had it on the walk right before <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this episode started. Yeah, thanks. You
2: railroaded <laughs> me into this
1: Well, you, different term you, in that land. You brought up uh, you brought up banana hammocks and swimming. So. Did I? No, it was you. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, uh, so... As far as the business side of all of this, right? Documentaries are great from a production standpoint in the fact that it literally is sweat equity in a lot of it. It's a lot of time. Uh, Hoop Dreams is probably the extreme example of that, where it's four years of following these guys. Um, But for y'all, who's involved? Are y'all the main two involved, did most of it, um, and kind of just shoestring budget style made it happen?
3: Yeah, yeah, um, it I it, it kind of all birthed from the fact that I was just kind of sitting around in my house, and I was like, I have a camera, I have a GoPro, yeah, I haven't, I know how to edit. Uh, the park's twenty minutes from my mom's house, so why why wouldn't I do this?
1: Yeah, you yeah. got a place to post up if you're yeah. there for a couple of weeks or months or whatever. Yeah. Um, so and the you biggest have the skills to do it too, yeah. and
3: yeah. the biggest price, the biggest cost was just the flights, and I kept. Upgrading to first, which was not smart, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> which is why my budget's bigger than it should have <laughs> been. <laughs> you're impulsive like us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> you'd be like, "I deserve this." Yeah, I've I'm been working, working hard. hard. Yeah, you're <laughs> a producer now. Yeah. I it's important life. Too, to say though
0: that like this took three years. So, oh, okay. Like you know, it's not just like oh, I took a camera and I went down one time. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it requires a lot of planning too and permits and like myself. you know, especially like seeing the creative process. on... like. It's not you, you just go there and film like you have to g- gain the hearts of and, you know, the trust of these mermaids. And this is it, it survived for a reason because they are so protective of their 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 home, their park that, you know, he really had to, like, go in there and lose and a little bit, make them fall in love with him and yeah. let them trust him enough to, like, go underwater and film. So, you know, it, it, they don't just do that with everybody.
1: Sure, sure. They probably thought you were making fun of them to begin with, I would assume. They
3: were very um, cognizant of that. Yeah. They were very, uh, that's why it took a long time because there hasn't been, there has been a past of um, reality shows. They did do a reality pilot. Yep. um, But they ended up not doing it because. That was back in the day when like reality was just reaching for the lowest common denominator, and it made him look really bad.
0: Okay, I love New York. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I love, is that time? I mean, just permitting alone is is a big pain in the dick. Like it, and from your side, what, what, what is that like? We talk about uh, being creative, not in the artsy way. Like that's important. Don't get me wrong, but we talk about creative in this office, like the ability to create solutions and. That's all y'all are doing every day, right? You're throwing a new thing. You're like, this mermaid won't talk to us. Ethel won't talk to us about being a legendary mermaid. How do we get her to do it? we got to find some kind of connection. So she'll kind of let her guard down a little bit and go, hey, we're not. You have final cut or figure out a way to negotiate in a a weird way. On the permitting side, uh, I'm sure that wasn't easy, too. Florida is a weird state. so. You, there's always going to be some weird hiccups. do you have any issues with that? no you, no
0: well, no, because like it I think like it it just started with uh with a conversation well the the first thing that they told him when he wanted to start a film, they said, grab a number,
1: like yeah, take a number." No, jo- but Joseph told me to ask you about permits. So good job there. Well, no, okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's I'll tell you why. But Wait first of man.
3: all, I just want to say uh, the park is I'm state. Teabag owned. you later. <laughs> the park is state owned, and um, they're just like, yeah, you could shoot here. It's fine.
1: So the easiest permitting of all time. That was yeah.
3: I'm extraordinarily <laughs> lucky on that. Side. But you want to talk to him about permitting because he works for shows like House <laughs> Hunters International and yeah. all those like house hunting shows on HGTV. So. He knows everything about permitting. I know virtually nothing. Yeah, like,
0: this film wasn't, like, too difficult, but since I do work at producing, like, all these, like, HGTV shows, that is, like, a completely different game. Yeah. And I think that is the difference between, like, filming a documentary that you are self-funding as as opposed to, like, uh, a network show that you have to get, like, all these insurance claims and all this stuff. So it is very different to film, obviously, a documentary or a TV show that's on, like, everyone's TV.
3: They also days. know I didn't have any money. So I don't, I mean, did you <laughs> and they don't, I don't, they didn't think I was serious either. So they just thought I would come shoot for a day and like, they'd never hear from me again, but I huh. came monthly for two years. So
1: that, I mean, that has to be how they, you built trust with that community. That was yeah. probably pretty guarded.
3: Yeah, it, it, it was. And it went from the first couple of shoots that I did there. It came from like, okay, you, I have to be with you whenever you're filming um and i have to let you in this place you can't go here you can't go there and then finally by like the end of it i would just like text them and be like i'm on my way and like they'll be like use the employee entrance and uh, have a good time <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah did they get so, you a, a tail one uh, of the mermaid tails no Honor, they didn't we did put a, we did slap on a tail though at one point um just out of curiosity when i was shooting with some of the younger ones um and it's terrifying yeah it's scary you know what I mean? Not being able to kick your legs—it's heavy, actually. It's I mean, <laughs> very heavy, and they fill with water, and you forget that it's like a sponge. Oh, it's yeah,
0: gotta...
1: it's got to be like snowboarding-ish in a way. It is kind of it like snowboarding. On, you're like, oh shit! Oh, I'm locked. <laughs> well, can't. Is <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, that's exactly the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's so it? how yeah. many
2: hours of footage did you guys end up with? About twenty-two. Oh, that's not bad. No. I mean, it sounds like you must have had a good, good plan going. And then, I mean, were you? Um, I don't know. I guess it, I'm just curious. I, I love to hear it's like people don't think about all that 22 hours of footage going in. And they see a, a two-hour movie, right? And they're yeah. Like, how hard could this have been? We shot, yeah. you know, <laughs> we
1: shot sketches where you, you shoot a lot of fat, I mean, right? Yeah, we're used yeah, to yeah that. we've got a seven-minute
2: well, sketch that we film for an
3: hour. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of this from the school of thought of the fly on the wall Verite mm-hmm. style documentaries. So it was just a lot of me hanging out in a corner, filming them and they just had to ignore me a lot of the time and they don't like ignoring cameras there so it was very frustrating but there's just tons of footage of nothingness yeah you have to comb through and i also am able to i'm also aware of what i shot and how it could lead up to something so in the moment i know what i'm going to use so that was really easy and then you come back later with interviews and you fill the blanks and then you go back after that and then you try to Get the shots to oh, yeah, I've round know- it all out. Yeah,
2: well, I've noticed a lot of directors. They're always, you know, in their mind. They're keeping track. Okay, blah blah. blah I'm going to do that, and it's not always shared with everybody. You know, yeah. it's just like, okay, just let me figure this out. And I've I've got it in my mind. Let me do it, and then it comes out. But man, yeah, John Paul's the same way. Like he's always like, I know which shot I got. You know, he yeah. knows which one it was, which which take it was, that sort of thing. It's like oh.
1: you'd have there- to be Rain Man to like go. Down the you l- turn into thing. Rain Man yeah, a little you bit. Just you do have it. to, but yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. There's a shot of a girl who dumps, he ducks her head underwater, and then the um, next shot is her, the continuation of it. But there's like a year difference between those two oh, moments. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> so, <Huh.
1: that's>, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you got to piece it together somehow. Yeah, uh,
3: and, uh, you, and I knew that I wanted it, and I knew that what I had wasn't working, so I just had to. Nothing was directed, really, in that film, except for maybe one or two scenes, and those those were the times.
1: Huh. So are you doing interview style, or are you doing narrative? You, it's
3: a mix of, of interview and, and verite.
1: Okay. I, I don't know if I
3: taste. Oh, just like fly on the wall.
1: Remember I'm, I'm a pretty dumb guy. Okay. So I'm a smart <laughs> it's dumb like guy. It's like voice I'm or the pretentious
3: porn. I'm the uh, pretentious folks. No, sport no, you're
1: not. <laughs> I I feel like I'm like I should know that word. And
3: they're probably using it wrong.
1: <laughs> no, I don't like, look yeah. I don't know. I mean there's we like to learn. Yeah. I'm finding out every word I've ever said is a different now has a different meaning. Like liter- like figuratively means literally or literally means figuratively now. What? And the look up websters i know what those <laughs> words mean though but what it, it means the opposite now like i don't know like the way language has been i
3: think the vernacular is changing the meaning of yeah those words i
1: could understand by intent most of the time though yeah. when you're when you're talking about it i just was like oh shit
0: so do i have to start saying figuratively
1: I no, <laughs> I stand your ground We're right using off. literally the way it's supposed to be used
2: and figuratively the way it's supposed to okay, be used. We're Dad. not going back there. No, there that's, is a that's your dad's
3: way
1: of doing that. that bro.
3: There's really a cultural there's a cultural this. pushback on um, on things like that right now where people are really forcing. I think, think yeah, it's absolutely. fucked.
1: I think it's a ba- <laughs> it's really bad. I, I don't
2: we've got no frame of reference for anything
3: anymore. Exactly. That's a problem.
1: I, we're we're not as good communicators as we think we are. I think all these devices, all these all these methods and platforms to communicate has made us fucking way worse. <laughs> and now we've gone back to the point where emojis are now the universal language. Do you have yeah, that? <laughs> Seriously, that's that They consider that we hi- we went from hieroglyphics to this other shit and then back to hieroglyphics, essentially. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, they were the best way to do it.
1: That's a high thought for you guys. <laughs> I'm not even stoned, but I yeah. thought of that high. Yeah. Um, I, I want to go
3: back and bridge shoot. the gap between mermaids and. Go for it. <laughs> no, I mean, like, when, when I listened to this, like, how did we get to this part of the conversation? From mermaids? Oh, you,
1: yeah, you guys have definitely never listened to the show. <laughs> it might as well be called Tangent Highway. Uh yeah. But we'll the, write that down. The thing is, uh, with, all right, so from you got everything in the can, the editing process is rough because uh, that's. Yeah. Excruciating—it's almost your own worst enemy kind of deal. Where you're, you're like, yeah, have I been looking at this too long? Like, it's—you know—did yeah. you get in that zone?
3: Um, definitely. And there was, um, there's a scene. I finished it I finished the first draft about a year ago, and I took it to the um, Marché du Film at Cannes, and we showed it there, and it got good reception. But there was one scene in particular that enraged people. They hated it. And I, that? I loved it. Um, it's a scene where one of the characters is kind of talking to himself in a mirror. So I thought of it as this really like nice moment of, you know, introspection mm-hmm. and like coming to terms with things and, um, but it was like it just took people out and it and but was um, it re- was he really doing
2: this? He yes. Was, okay. this see that's the thing is people you know cuz you see that on a TV show you're like nobody
1: does that. Yeah. It's like if it's real that's different. Yeah. Well, but he's
3: talking to me. He's talking to me to the camera through a win a mirror as he's putting on you. makeup you're over his shoulder. Or, yeah, they, through a mirror.
1: Do you feel it's cooked? Like it was, it was set up almost No,
3: they um His story isn't, like, I don't want to ruin anything, but whatever. His story isn't, like, a happy ending, I guess, per se. Um, But, so, like, it felt like it was a little bit um, sadistic on his part, like, really just dragging him through it. Like, his story was over at one point, so, like, end it. But I had this other really long scene that I really, really loved. And it's just after... I really fought to keep it in there, but we call it shooting the baby, yeah, killing the baby. So yeah. like, I had to got to be kill willing to get baby. rid of all of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: it's it's, t- it's tough. What do you decide? You know, here's an influential audience that's giving you basically market research. Yeah, right on it. That's
3: what festivals really are. Yeah,
1: but so. are they the tastemakers? Is what you have to ask yourself. That y- you know, you it obviously it sounded like they are, uh, but I'm saying like. Sometimes I do this for comedy. A lot of the time, there's a lot of stuff where you can talk about on stage where you're like, "This will get a laugh." I don't know if I love it, but it's working. I love this it. audience yeah. in a way. I don't know. It's it's tough to go. I know better, and I'm going to do this this joke. That's a little bit. Um, that's a little bit. It's not. Ri- it's not like.
2: It's not obvious. Yeah, it's I do not the polished. food
1: truck joke. I want to open a food truck with an anti-rape campaign, <laughs> and everybody gets stuck on the rape part. Yeah. So I had to add to it. Well, I get stuck on the rape part. No, everybody does because <laughs> they're zoned out and they don't know who I am. So, you can't really talk uh, about raping
2: right now. So.
3: Well, <laughs> so I mean, it's bad an anti- time to talk about rape. It's anti-rape. Yeah. So well, obviously, <laughs> we just I said
1: anti-rape. So that's why I have to slow down and, and say it again. I go, "We're all anti-rape in here," and then yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if there's no silence, I go, "Right? Are we fucking? We're, we don't. We're not down for that, right?" So it kind of wakes everybody up, yeah. and then yeah. I go, it's a food truck called Empanada Means Nada. <laughs> do, do you have the sound? They don't
2: have headphones on, so it's not the same. You can't hear
3: my sound. Uh, effects. Okay.
0: Does it sound like an empanada? Uh, it's <laughs> like a no means no kind yeah, of Yeah, you have to words.
1: have pun to have a food truck. And game. you have to
3: be bilingual for that one. So you know. See? No. R-
1: Renee didn't <laughs> uh, but <I'm> saying, like <laughs> <I'm> saying, <laughs> What I'm saying is I know that's a good joke because of the audiences and the frequency I've done it. Yeah. Over time... I know that's good for stage, not so much in a podcast studio, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. but, uh, but like, I know that's a good joke, even if the crowd isn't super paying attention or it's a different kind of like, let's call it an alt comedy room. If when I go to New York, sometimes I do those. And because I say y'all, I can see it like, oh, this guy's Southern, <laughs> fuck this guy. Yeah. I've seen it. I've heard the feedback out, <laughs> off stage, yeah. but I'm saying like shirts
2: aren't helping either.
1: What uh? Well, I wear rodeo shirts because uh, you can ball them up, and then doesn't matter if they're oh, wrinkled. They're right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, that's a utility rodeo thing. But I now, think to, like, pearl snap rodeo. Oh, <laughs> no, I got it.
0: Like compliment what you're saying too, though. Like editing yourself is like so hard, and the fact that you know, ideally we would obviously, f- you know, would get like a lot of funding and have somebody else edit, you know, your film. Well, we had an is, editor. Yeah, but so. we did. But you know, like that yeah. was hard to find. It was yeah. not easy. And how do you give your baby to someone that you don't know if you trust? Um so like
2: And finding the right style, like yeah, exactly. hey, there's a big match Well, I was that over her shoulder made. the entire
0: time. Yeah. So or I basically that? I basically yeah. edited it.
3: No, but like with that um with that comment about the the people who watch it and like you gauge the crowd. Um like my my film school friends loved the scene.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Um, but they may have been giving me lip service. Uh that's and then the There's some um, bias there, yeah. Right? And then the um the non the people who didn't go to film school hated it, so there was kind of like this you know unwashed masses kind of ideology I had. And then a you have to bit. really
1: make a decision. We're <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. I like this, but I don't know. Yeah.
3: But you know, at the end of the day, it's it it's not that kind of movie. It was it's it was strategically in a bad place, and then you know, read the room. Like everybody really just doesn't like it. So I had to like.
1: Does the yeah? What's the cost benefit? Does yeah. it improve it? If the people who like it, do they really like it? so much yeah. more or uh the worst thing is being confusing or like kind of middle of the road it doesn't add anything and like it only takes away yeah and so you have to that's a hard decision to make and i'm it sounds like that's a mature decision to make yeah to i
3: felt really right. really proud of myself when i decided to take <laughs> it out you want to i put put pat myself there, like, on the back hey guys, look at me. A bottle of wine. i'm an adult
0: yeah, you should yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was pushing for it out. Yeah, you wanted it out. Yeah. <laughs> but he's
1: unwashed, <laughs> so, you know. Did you guys, did you, <laughs> you sit? I have no
0: filter. I have to tell him how I feel about, obviously, you know. I That's what you want. If you you're a partner, yeah. I mean, yeah. you'd have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
2: if, you're, if you're dancing around, you know, you don't get anything done. The other
1: reason we work well together is because there isn't a filter of, say, is like, that's a douchey thing to we do. We don't with. care about each other's <laughs> feelings. Yeah. Right, it, It's like an Asperger's office in here. Like, like <laughs> whatever is going on, it's yeah. gonna be said. Yeah. Uh, plus, you're busy. That's the other thing. Everything's shorthand, right? You're in a rush. It sounds like you guys probably work. You did this in between gigs, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people I mean, don't I, I realize I that.
3: No, I, I, this is full time.
1: Well, yeah, he did. Probably. I guess it was, I was. It sounded like he was doing um, more like. You get picked up to associate produce or produce or whatever. I don't know the f- titles necessarily, but like you're going on this show, this show, this show, and then flew in to help with this and then came back out. That was my guess.
2: Did you guys watch the movie uh, like in with the audience? That's a funny question, Watch the audience
0: because
3: I did it count and it was the worst experience of my um, life. <laughs> yeah. B- I
2: mean,
0: he didn't want to see it um, this time. I've seen it enough. I I know, me too. And then, like, but, you know. Uh, also
3: just people walk out at festivals cuz sure. there's a lot of um a lot of meetings to do, a lot of other screenings and stuff like that. Um not so much here this this festival isn't as robust as the other ones. Um but I sat in at the Cannes one and um people walked in and out and it was just like
2: it was hard not to take it personally. Yeah,
3: and like my friend is a really successful producer um in the Netherlands who's shoe-sewing at um Tribeca this year. And she was just prepping me for like people are gonna walk out. It's not because they hate it, it's because it's they have things to do. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and they're walking out. I'm just like, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck this movie. I, like I focus on
1: the one person with their arms folded in a show. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, why the fuck do I do that? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't for them. They don't know. They just went to a comedy club. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah, yeah. But and this
0: time it was it was amazing because we you know Nobody walked out. Well, we also <laughs> had like the mermaids there, so like oh, everyone that's cool. was so excited. Um, and you know, it, and it, it's scary too because the people that we film, like are in the theater watching it, so you don't know what they're thinking. And you know, the fact that they're so proud and they f- they, f- they speak so highly of the movie that they're in means that they're happy with the results.
3: That's good. I did I did take a time a moment to like just stand there in the corner at the entrance and just like look at people's faces during parts of the film and. Some I could see them visually reacting positively to sign, you know, scenes that. I wanted them to. They laughed at stuff. They ah, they cried, I guess. You know? Yeah, I think that's
2: important. Yeah. It's not easy to do. Yeah. I mean, that,
3: but then I went back down and had another glass of wine. And I
1: <laughs> came back up <laughs> and on. checked to make
2: sure the yeah. movie was still going the on. There's people I got to <laughs> talk to in here. That
1: face wasn't facey enough. I, uh, I'm going to go have wine. Yeah. She
3: wasn't nodding aggressively enough for that scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. what? You're not going to get extreme reactions on a documentary, probably, because it is a slow burn as an yeah. audience member in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, you going in expectation of watching a documentary. Isn't like Def Jam comedy audience, like, yeah? Where it's like there's gonna be people rolling out of the seat. It's a right? certain
3: kind of person who goes to documentaries and watches them. Like if you don't like documentaries, like you're not gonna like it, I guess. But yeah, those are the so, walk arounders. Yeah, um, it, they're hard to watch sometimes.
1: Is, is the key now to get on Netflix to get that exposure? Is is this? It, um, on the business side of this, I think Netflix likes documentaries and comedy specials because they're cheap to produce. So that's that cost gets passed on when they pick it up. Um is that is that the ultimate now? I mean, there's so many places where it can go, I guess. Um yeah, no, I don't know yet. Uh, I I guess you do you want it to be found more than? Well, at this point, it's made, so
0: yes, yeah. We but wanted. be found. Like we talk, <laughs> we talk
1: about like SEO wise, you want to be found at the end of it. At online. the end
3: of the whole process, I wanted to like. I would love for it to just like find a home on Netflix. Um, I hear they're very aggressive and like it's it, you can't really like barter with them.
1: Yeah, they dictate the market. They're Google. Yeah. that's why I use that kind of SEO kind of uh, comparison because. SEO is all Google-based. Netflix basically controls the streaming market, essentially. Yeah. They won't forever because it sounds like they're all breaking up um, It's coming. It's, com- it's becoming like houses.
3: a cable network now, except for it's all yeah. streaming programs. Right.
0: Well, there are a lot of platforms these days, like Hulu and Amazon is getting into that, too. So I feel like... They all want content. They all Original want... Original content.
3: Yeah. I would like to um, actually sell it to airlines first before oh, i do any good of that. call
1: yeah that's a great uh, that's a good so,
2: business move yeah <laughs> i like that seriously I mean, it's so, those are the things you got to think about like where can you be unique you yeah know, so
3: i think it would like do really well
1: on you know
3: flights on delta to florida people are looking for things to do
1: Or just i uh, just on any flight really like because you're kind of those tvs in the back of the god damn it i was on a flight hell hostage from <laughs> miami the other day it's like so you know the fucking guy behind you that doesn't know how to use the touchscreen? It's like, bro, it's not—it's not a goddamn keyboard. Like you don't have to go, boom, <laughs> yeah, and like push it so aggressively. It's like racking my seat. I don't yeah. I don't know.
3: that was me yeah. on the flight from back from Italy for like eight hours. This woman's like punching the back of my seat. I'm like, Whoa. she's like, I'm I, like, are you what mad? You at at me at you? Me <laughs> I'm just having a conversation back <laughs> here. Eh? <laughs>
1: I'm not even hitting the touchscreen. I'm just talking. My hands fly out.
3: I just, I just couldn't tell if she was mad. I didn't want to make a scene. Yeah, and you can't like, tell. We're gonna, we're gonna have a rough know. eight hours, lady. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh Is there wine on this? Can I get wine? A whole <laughs> bottle of wine. Uh, but like that—that thing—that's really smart. You're thinking about it in that context. I think where it's like we're—you're gonna go for the bigger stuff like Netflix, Hulu, whatever it is. But if you're like, hey, maybe there's this like niche way to get it to kind of. Uh, people are on a flight, and some movies are, you have to pay for on those. Usually, some are like you can just watch this documentary for free. That's that's really smart. That's really savvy. I yeah. think. Is there any other kind of things y'all are trying to get it in, get it around? I want to just
3: do a little bit more festivals, maybe like two, one or two more festivals, just to get more okay. um, feedback, uh-huh. and I would like to see what the non-Florida um, people think. Uh, people who saw it in France liked it. People who see it in New York, uh, they like they feel compelled to come down and experience the park now. I think it's a really interesting story. So. This might
2: be your toughest audience. This yeah, close. That's, and that's I what mean, I think. Yeah.
0: But it Spirit, really is so interesting to see. Like, people here, like they have heard a little bit of what a mermaid is. When you explain what this movie is about to someone, they're like, wait, somebody actually puts a tail and pretend that they're a mermaid? Mm-hmm. They think it's nuts. Um, but right. the whole point is that these people have hearts and dreams, and they're the sweetest people you'll ever meet. Um and the storylines that you know we put in the movie, it's you know, they they really transcend through the screen and you know, you can be inspired to be a better person. So you should watch the movie it's like awesome. this. But yeah.
3: talking about um on the business side of it, like getting money for documentaries is very hard. I'm sure. And they don't sell the, that. The investors sh-
1: I, I look at it like the old curmudgeon, it's all about ROI. Uh, You know what's the ROI on this? I put money in. What am I going to get out of it? And what's the risk? I'm not mitigated risk on every project, right? Yeah.
3: And if somebody doesn't die, they don't want to pay for it. So, like, it has to be like a really intense story. And this, this isn't an intense story. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people are just like, it's like it's a profile piece in in part and. So that was like
1: you're like this one guy in the mirror might kill himself. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check back. He's teetering. I
3: could push him in a direction. It's a I living guess. documentary. No, this you a new watch. Brand. If you watch the documentary, you'll see that this guy loves life, and he's not. He would never do
1: anything. No, like that. I'm, I'm, t- I'm <laughs> totally kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, we gotta end it out here because yeah, you guys her. have more yeah, stuff to do, I think. Yeah. But thanks for coming yeah, by. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. it. What about yeah, my yeah. Sweat yeah we'll it. put the links in the podcast episode description. Hit it up. Donate to the documentary.org. once we put in. There, if you want to. Get out there and uh thanks for coming
2: out. Thanks for